Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Hello, friend. Usually when I record these podcasts, I often start with the reading of the gospel and then I go into my message about it. But I want to do something different today, maybe in the spirit of summer. I'm going to read a portion of the scripture reading for today, and then I'm going to just reflect on it a little bit and invite you to do the same. Let me know in the comments if this is helpful or if it's unhelpful. I'm always willing to try something different in order to reach this audience. So today's gospel comes from Matthew, the 13th chapter, beginning with the first verse. And I'm just going to read the first portion of it. And I invite you, as Jesus says, let anyone with ears listen. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great clouds gathered around him that they got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. So, what did your ears just hear? I'd invite you just to pause for a second and think about that. What did your ears just hear in that passage of scripture? There's a lot of things, a lot of ways that you might answer that question, but maybe one of the things that you would say is that you heard about four places that seed fell. You might have recalled that some of the seed fell on the path. We might think of that as compacted soil. Some of it fell on rocky ground filled with rocks and not very conducive to growth. Though my husband, who is a soil scientist, tells me that there is a plant that can grow in every soil type. Some of it, you may have heard about the, some of the seed falling among the thrones, among the thorns in land that was crowded with weeds and where something good has a hard time getting root. And of course, some of the seed fell on good soil. If you have ever heard this parable before, maybe you recall a sermon or a conversation where you have been invited to do some of your own soil analysis. Maybe you've been invited to ponder what kind of soil you are. Are you sandy or rocky or silty or compacted or thorny? Do you need some tilling or some additional nutrients? Have you dried up and need some water to loosen things up and be ready to receive seed? I am pretty sure that in our life, we are all of these soil types, and it's likely there are days that we are all of these types of soil at the same time. 
Martin Luther often talked about this as simultaneously saint and sinner. All of these things rolled up into one. Now, this is the first parable that Jesus tells in Matthew's gospel, and it's the first of many parables that we are going to hear in the coming weeks as we work our way through Matthew's gospel. And as Jesus' disciples first heard Jesus teach in this way, they were just confused about why he was using this form of speech to speak with the crowds. Why couldn't he just say what he meant instead of talking about sowers and seeds and soil? And if we remember, many of these disciples were fishermen. They weren't farmers. This was not familiar language or a familiar metaphor for them to think about. And so after Jesus tells today's parable, he offers his own explanation of it, which is the continuation of our reading. So listen to that now. Jesus said, hear the parable of the sower. Now, I just have to pause here for a second and say that if you have ever looked at a Bible, you maybe have noticed that as you work your way through a book of the Bible, there are different headings along the way where an editor has given titles to certain sections of scriptures. Two that obviously come to mind are the parable of the prodigal son or the story of the widow's mite. Those are editorial guidelines that have nothing to do with scripture itself, other than they might refer to what comes after. But here in this passage of scripture, Jesus actually gives a name to this parable, and that name is the parable of the sower. So just put a little pin in that and remember as we continue. So Jesus said, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the world, choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another 60, and in another 30. It's easy to hear this parable and Jesus' explanation of the various kinds of soil and think that it is a parable about us and think that the message that we should take away from it is that we need to work on our soil. We ought to be more devoted to listening and studying God's word. We need to confess so that we can be more fertile ground, which is ready to receive the word that God sows into our lives. These may all be things that are true about us, but when we become the focus of this parable, we become mired in a sort of condemnation. There is no way that we can do enough to get our soil, our own lives, 
in just the right condition so that the seed of God's word can be perfectly planted, perfectly fertilized, perfectly watered, and perfectly grow into God's intended fullness. To think that is possible is death. To understand what Jesus is getting at in this passage, we need to remember that when we encounter parables, they ultimately point to God and the ways of God's kingdom and not us. This is not the parable of the scattered seed. It's not the parable of the soil. This story that Jesus tells is the parable of the sower. It's a parable about God, the sower of the seed. God, the sower, spreads extravagantly and prolifically and hopefully. The sower dares to believe that soil that has been trampled down and compacted, dried up or choked with weeds, the soil in which the gospel can take root and grow and blossom. I want you to just think of that for a moment. God dares to believe that our imperfect lives are just the place where the good news could be sown and even thrive. If you are a farmer, this parable might outrage you, and it probably should. What the sower in Jesus' parable does is the opposite of anything that is prudent or thoughtful. The sower is uninterested in stewardship. Think of all of that wasted and lost seed. Think of all the ways in which the seed could be put to better use or saved and stored for a time and place when the conditions are better. A church council would remove this sower from, the job, from their job in short order and the whole congregation would applaud. But this sower is none other than God. Our creator. God is the one who sows the seeds of the word carelessly, tossing them to and fro, not worrying about where they land or if they will come to harvest. God, the sower, so longs for the seed of God's word, the living and breathing flesh of Jesus, to take root and grow, that the sower spreads the seed extravagantly fully prepared to be surprised, aware that when the seed of the gospel takes root, its fruitfulness will multiply. This sower keeps throwing and scattering and sowing seeds regardless of the condition or even the readiness of the soil where the seed lands. God keeps spreading good news in this world filled with death and unreceptiveness. In a world where each day brings new catastrophe and new sorrow, God is steadily scattering the good news of the gospel that Jesus is with us in all of this sorrow and catastrophe that surrounds us. And God relies on the fruit of our lives to scatter far and wide this good news in a world so hungry for God's abundant life. If you have spent any time at Bethlehem over the last year or two, you've probably heard Pastor Hoffman or I talk at some point about a vision of building lasting community that follows Jesus. Sometimes 
someone will ask us about this community and ask us who's part of this community that God is at work building. I can't speak for Pastor Hoffman, but for me, I will say that this build, this community that God is building includes anyone who engages in any way with the seed sowing that is part of Bethlehem's ministry. Those of you who worship online or who experience our community through this podcast, those who worship in our sanctuary on Sunday mornings or those who worship through our live stream broadcast, those who stumble upon our website or those who share in a service activity like the Habitat for Humanity work that we will be hosting in August. It includes the musicians that have made their way into our building over the last month to take summer music lessons, and it includes the many people who participate in our life through coming to our building for a recital or a scout troop that we host throughout the year. Our vision of building lasting community that follows Jesus is intentionally broad. And to some, it may seem too scattered or ill-defined, and maybe it is. But if it is, I wonder if that isn't because it is following the lead of the sower. There is a writer and a theologian and a pastor by the name of Elizabeth Johnson who says, Too often we play it safe, sowing the word only where we are confident it will be well-received and only where those who receive it are likely to become contributing members of our congregations. In the name of stewardship, we hold tightly to our resources, wanting to make sure that nothing is wasted. We stifle creative creativity and energy for mission, resisting new ideas for fear they might not work, as though mistakes or failures were to be avoided at all costs. Jesus' approach to mission is quite at odds with our play-it-safe instincts. He gives us freedom to take risks. He endorses extravagant generosity in sowing the word, even in perilous places. Though we may wonder about the wisdom or efficiency of his method, Jesus promises that the end result will be a bumper crop. Friends, this is the gospel of the Lord. Let anyone with ears listen. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.